0: Shamalakham, let's begin some beautiful Vorlach and parshas Mishpatim. Uh mishpatim is a very difficult parsha to find uh, impactful inspirational ideas, but it doesn't mean we don't try, doesn't mean we don't have any. Uh but it just makes it harder. So uh this week's uh Shear is going to have less Vorlach in other ones. But uh let's let's begin. So the first one is from the Marl Diskin. Marl Diskin on the beginning of the parsha, not the first possible, but towards the beginning. It talks about the halachas of the marzeya, the evid who wants to stay as an evid forever to his master. They have to rot Adonav as Ozna, but marzeya, they take the Eved ivri and they pierce his ear against the door of avado liolam, and he remains an evid, ivri remains an evid to the Adon Leolam. So now this can quote some Rashi. The Rashi says that Amr Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakar, Ozen har Harsinai, the ear that heard at Harsinai, lo signov not to steal, for halach veganov, Tartaya, he goes and steals and he has the punishment of having his ears pierced, or ear pierced. In Mocha Atzma, if he sells himself, Ozen Shasham Al-Harsinai, if he didn't steal, but he's sold into slavery because he needed money, because there are two ways a person could be sold into slavery, either because he owes money that he stole, or he just needs money to support himself. So then if it's a case of Mocha Atzma, he sells himself because he needs money, Ozen Shashama Al-Harsinai, that ear which heard, at Kabbalah Tartar, ki that you are my slaves, you can't be slaves to anybody else. He goes. He should be punished, and he gets his ear pierced. So the Maridiskin asks the question. He says Rabbi Many people ask on Rabbi Yochem and Zakei. The piercing of the ear is because he stole. He should have been pierced immediately, b'shaa bezdin. When bezdin sold him, the guy owed money. He didn't have money to pay back the geneva. He should have been pierced at the time. And bezdin, that should have been the punishment. Why is it waiting till six years later when he decides to stay at his master? Now he's going to get pierced. It should be in the beginning. <coughs> F. says to Diskin, possibly we could say, she he sold when he was sold, that itself is a punishment. To be sold into slavery, to serve someone else, to be owned by someone else, that was the punishment. But after the years of servitude that he served for six years, I love my master, this was great, I had a great time here. This wasn't slavery, this wasn't punishment. But gufa, I like to be owned by somebody else. <coughs> and <coughs> he fed me, my wife, my children. I was taken care of. This was the best time in my life. So then Galadaita must be. When he was sold six years earlier, it didn't serve as a punishment. It was great life, and he wanted to continue the life. And therefore, now we have to give him the punishment. Because the first the Mechira, which was supposed to be a punishment, didn't serve as a punishment. That's why afterwards we have to give him the ritzia, it's the piercing of the ear, that serves as the punishment. Next piece is also in the Pasuk from Rav Shimon So Rav Shimon asks the question that how come we're only punishing the Evid? Why are we only punishing the evid? The Baba is also the Evid's punished. Why is the Evid punished? Because he wants to stay in his master's uh, bailus for the rest of his life. So he says, uh, you're only the slaves of Akhavesh Baruchu. You can't be a slaves of somebody else. Evid's punished. He pierces you. But the Baal Bais also is punished, no? He should be punished. He did something wrong. The fact that he's enslaving someone else, isn't that helping in the Aveira? Isn't that saying that he's a master like a Baruchu, Kivyacho? So why are we only punishing the Evid? we also punish the Baal Bais. So Shumin answered, Hamavid, the owner, the master, the balabayas. Tivo That's the nature of man. Lirados <clears> lishlot <throat> to to be a boss, to be employer, to to to, to control, to be in power. Kach That's the nature of man to to try to build, to accomplish, to control. Hatikva Yechidi, lechovish, the singular way out. The one opportunity for the Evid to go free, to, to reject, to rebel, that after six years, I'm done here. The nature of man, because build man to conquer the world, to, to fill the world and take it over. That's how man is. Not to be enslaved, not to be owned by somebody else. The one way an eved could be freed is by rebelling against his adon, his master. But the moment the eved says, "I hafti I love my master; he's great. I love to be owned by somebody else." Umirtsona atov I love his abdus; I'm willing to take this abdus. Milachim negu, who's going to fight against me? He was his only hope. is punished. A person can't let himself be trampled over. A person can't let himself be a doormat where everyone walks over him. The nature of man is to be to be assertive, to be confident, not, not to be mean, not not to, to hurt anybody else, but it causes Bruchel creators to build things, to build things in Torah, to build things in build business, to build the shuls, about the majorshas, to build whatever it is, we build things. But the moment a person, an individual says, I, I don't want to be I don't want to accomplish anything. I want to be very passive, I want to be in controlled by somebody else, someone else control me, that's not how man is to be created. And his one chance to go free. Six years over, you paid your service, you're done. I don't want to be that way. We punish him for not being the way a person should be. A person should be assertive. A person should accomplish. The next piece is a beautiful ramish from the the Chidah. And the Pasuk. Pasuk, The day or two goes by, and he stands. So uh, he's the the Kasef, talking about a halacha of... uh, hurting uh, and perhaps killing everkhenani, but there's a remnant here that he does says as follows. He quotes from Rav Yosef, Mipojnan that explains Ach o chuva. reference to Chuva, you know the weeks of Shovavim, it started with Parsha Shemos and ends with Mishpatim, the mem is Mishbatim. This is the last week of Shovim, the times of Chuva. Kineiker Chuva Garmu. The idea of Tshuva and Tsar has been desecrated. Garmu our sins have caused the destruction of the Besamigdash. The Golashina and the exile of the Shrina Ubittle Hakarbanos and no longer the ability to bring Karbanos a bit Torah with It's caused an Torah and Bittle Twila terrible things because of our sins. Aval Kola here hure truva but the thought of Truva that I want to be better, I want to be nicer, I want to learn more, I want to do more chesed, I want to dab with greater kavana, that all those here who are truva that take place during Yom and the the yekra kavanah is, b'abur sh'nich anu Vaneinu, however, although we want to be better, unfortunately, our true intentions are, so that we can live, so that our children can live, that we should have parnasa. V'chayotze binyane haguf and all other physical matters. Ukmosh ramsu arishonimah hayishag Arye beyar. Does a lion roar in the forest? The pasuk an Amos. And Arye rashi Elul. Aleph is Elul, reish is Rosh yud is Yom Kippur, he is And zumanatachalos hayishag Arye. That's from the rebuke. The lion calls out. If you call out, you scream out like a lion during these days. But for we're Beis if you call out not for your own personal benefit, for your physical needs, but you call out for the Beis HaMikdash, for the Shechina. But unfortunately, we only call out for our own personal matters. And that's what the remez is in the pasuk. Achim yom romes liyom kippur. Ach yom im yomayim, yom is yom kippur. The one day, yomayim are the two days of Rosh Hashanah. Yamo is pala. We stand up to daven. Achim yom im yom, yomaim im yamo for namida. We stand to daven. Even when we do that, afilohachi nonetheless lo yukam. It doesn't get fulfilled. And my mother, I'll why. Ki kaspahu. We daven for our kesef. We daven for our chayeh We daven for our life. We daven for mesonos. And not for a Kaddish Baruchu. And this, uh, the Chidah says, bemoans the fact that this passage refers to that we're not davening for the right reasons. We have to daven for Kaddish Baruchu. We have to daven for the base of Migdash for the Kabardos of the Shechina to return from galus. The next piece is from the Chavit Chaim. It says in the passage, Kisivka Yivcha a person encounters the shore of his enemy or a donkey that's wandering. Hoshev lo. a person has to return. It. And the Chavetz Chaim refers to a in Parshish Ki It says, "Lo sire achicha, nidachim te mehem." The person sees his friends se that uh, far away. You shouldn't uh, close your eyes, turn away. Hashavtishivim laachicha, you should return them. Rabban writes, "Nidachim." The word "nidachim" that's used in Parshish Ki "kitoe" versus "nidachim." Toa means she'eto me He went all astray from the path. You can put him back on. He's not too far away. He veers off slightly, you just put him back on. But Nidachim in Parashikisei means very far away. He's been pushed off, distant. And the Chavit Chaim says something very powerful. We can understand The Torah is so concerned with a person's property. Even a person's a sheep and donkey and an ox. Has veered off and went far away. There is obligation for each one of us to bring that animal back. Certainly, we should have compassion, concern, and sensitivity for the Jewish souls that have veered off the path. Shetoa minadera mit Sarak Amil Rav Lashiv, even if it requires great energy and effort to bring them back. Hineya du bring brought down Gummar Ghazal. When it comes to persons lost object, Hashab Savetah Hashav Tishivem Lachika, what's a double ashon? Hashav to Shivim, Afilume even one hundred times. The guy keeps losing his sock, you keep returning to him, hundred times you return it. Umizanilman from here we can learn Af Binaneu. Those who continue to veer off, to go astray from Torah in your Shemaim, we have an obligation to continue to bring them back. In our time, says the there are many, many sinners who are not doing this. They're distracted. Different people, different devices, different events that bring them astray. It's like a sheep that does not know how to go back to his owner, to his shepherd. It's an obligation, an incredible mitzvah to have Rachmanas for them, to show them the way for datem lehem es aderach yelchuba. Minei yeshem anashim mi bali ator. They're those bnei Torah, ashenosan hashem bemchachma vusfuna veruim li kar b'shem roy yisrael. Great people with great wisdom, with great leadership qualities that are fit to be called shepherds of Israel. V'yesh bekochel la rafos shachari They're able to to bring back those who are shaver manu, those who are broken from within us. La rosem aderach haslul hashem to bring them back to the proper tracks. They should not be silent in these times. They just get a little bit off the path and then they're forgotten about. They're going to go further and further away. And this was important, important musr from the Chavetz Chaim. The next piece is a night shot. In the Pesukim, the Meshachachma brings Based on an idea from the girl. Says in the the We know that the Shalh Shugam have different names, and some of the one of the names that they each have correlate to the agriculture. Different seasons. And uh, the Sukkot is called Asif, the time of gathering everything. Ask the meshechachma. We call Sukkot Chaga Asif in this week's Parsha, and we're going to call it in Parsha Kisisa. It doesn't refer to Sukkot as Chaga sukkas. But later on, we're going to learn in the, in the later on in the Torah, we do refer to it as Chaga sukkas. So what's the change? How come here in next week's Parsha Kisisa, we call it Chaga Katsir, Asif rather, and later on we call it Chaga sukkas. So the girl writes that the following what the Chamesha Chavon says, based on the writes, When the Luchos Shniyos were given to us, after the Ege Hazav, Moshe came back, and the Naniyakavot returned as well, on Tesvav Chodesh That The Naniyakavot left Amiso, and when Moshe brought down the second Luchos on Yom Kippur, the Naniyakavot returned back a few days later, on first day six. And we were given the Mitzvah of Chag as a of the Kavod, and therefore, prior to egazov there's no connection between Ananiah Kavod and Sukis. We just call Chagasif uh, Sukkis. Time was a time of gather. It wasn't called Chagasukkis yet because Chagasukkis, that name only came into being after the Luchoshneils, after it was given, and then we returned the Ananya Kavod and Sukkis. So that's why we don't call it Chagasukas until after they day goes off, until after we were returned back the Ananiyak couple. And finally, the last idea in the Parsha, the last word in the Parsha, is based on the words of Nasev and Nishma, that Klai took upon ourselves to do and to listen. Nasav and Nishma. Beis HaLevi says, Alam shot here, Nasev and Nishma. There's just a summary of the Beis HaLevi. He says, So there's a time that Hikdimu, that we place the words Naseh before Nishma, will do, even though we don't know. It's clear from the language. Because they changed the order, that's why. Because we are Maktim, the Naseh, to Nishma. So what's the Chiddush here, that we said Naseh before Nishma? Yeshlahovin, zosbemashi, yusbar, lamad, beemeshach, dimo, yusso, nasa, v'nishma, why? Zora writes, nasa, tovim. Nasa, we're going to do maisem tovim, we're going to do actions, we're going to do mitzvahs. V'nishma, mean bispskum, shaltor, we're going to listen to the rules of the Torah. Kalomar. she nasa haisa kabbalah al mitzvahs. Nasa was an acceptance of doing the mitzvahs, the maisem mitzvahs, shaking the lulav, wearing tvilim. V'nishma was the kabbalah al limun hator, the learning of the Torah. V'yaduah. It's known to Yesh Nei the two elements of learning. Echad k'de l'hadas, ech umalas. One is to know what to do. What to do? What's a mitzvah? How you do it? If we don't learn, we don't know what to do. How to shake the lulav? What's a hadas? What's an esur? Women as well, although they don't have to learn. They have to know how to have mafishchala. They have to know kashrus. That's why women could say the bracha birchas adora, even though they don't have to learn. But that which relates to what they do, they have to know what they have to do. Ababa nashim, when it comes to the men, yesh od myla achas nashim. There's an element that applied to men that doesn't apply to women, which is that uh, nashim bilimudam enem mekayimos shum Ase kishel atzma. When women just stam learn, says the base of Levi, there's no mitzvah to just stam learn, learn to learn just about sugi's and tamura. <clears throat> the holy mudam, hurak, maybe lakima mitzvah. Their mitzvah to learn is just learn to fulfill. But learning itself has no tachla, just to stop and learn for women. Ababak Gvarma as it relates to men, haliman, huga mitzvah, kishlatma, learning just to learn, learning without having to perform, learning about whatever halachas there are, is also, it should also relate to how to fulfill the mitzvah, but learning in its own right is something. <coughs> Says the base of so now, that's what Naseh is and that's what Nishma is. Naseh is the element of the performance of mitzvahs and Nishma is the element of learning about the Torah. And therefore, they said Naseh first, we have to learn they know they have to learn before you know what to do. Nimse nishma kabal tachlis. They do two things. All mitzvahs, all limunat We're accepting nasa. We're accepting the learning that we have to do in order to do something. The, uh, learning with the tachlis of performing the mitzvah of tzvil and tzitzis. But there's also the nishma. Just stam to learn as well. That's the idea. And that's what was being accepted. and Nishma, the two dinum of limunatara. Okay, everybody should have a wonderful week and a beautiful Shabbos.